0: Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast's fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. Disagreement and criticism are so powerful when we, when we use them at the right time and in the right way, and usually the right time is like right away right right away when we hear something you know or someone tells us something we disagree with right away because if we don't say it right away and we act as if they we agree with them then all of a sudden come to find out later we're like well actually yeah i disagreed with you on that and then they're like well what else did you disagree on are you just lying to me about everything this is something that i've been in relationships in the past where uh, you know you know you don't tell that other person that you know "Ah, i actually really don't like this this bothers me whatever Things then come out later and the conflict becomes bigger because conflict avoided is conflict multiplied, okay? So criticism and disagreement when done the right way are super, super powerful. Now, obviously it has to be delivered in a proper way, but the reason that I wanted to do this topic is because... I've, I've been so blessed to be able to do this podcast. I'm just really grateful to be able to do this podcast and then also to talk as much as I do on my own personal Instagram because I receive a lot of criticism and a lot of uh, you know disagreement from people sometimes. And it got me thinking about this because a couple of things have come up over the last few days and it's it's really interesting to talk to people who disagree with things I say or who criticize things that I say. And... It's it's funny, too, because it's like when you put out as much content as I do, you know, like I, there's a daily podcast episode and a lot of times the stuff on the podcast is not necessarily like controversial topics, but sometimes it is right, especially as it relates to things like mental health, mindset and all that stuff. Um, And then on my personal Instagram as well, it's mostly fitness content, but sometimes I'll delve into the psychological topics and stuff like that. And that's when, well, and even related to the fitness and health stuff, sometimes I get disagreements and criticisms, you know, but, um, and some of you might think, well, first off, Sean, maybe you shouldn't talk like that, you know, about things that are related to psychology or mental health or blah, 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 because you're not a qualified psychologist. But then my answer to that is, okay, but I've learned a lot of great things about myself. I've done a lot of psych psychological work on myself and I'm in a lot better position mentally, emotionally, spiritually and physically than I ever have been at any point in my life. So that qualifies me. I'm a person who lived in, I would say, a very negative state of mind throughout probably most of my teen years and a lot of my 20s. And I've gotten a lot, lot better now over the last few years. So what I've learned is very valuable to someone. And that's why I'm not hesitant to speak my mind about it, even when certain people disagree with me. Now, some of the interesting disagreements and criticisms that come up. Like I said, it's very useful because then we learn little things about, okay, how can I deliver this message differently the next time? What could I consider, uh, you know, that I didn't consider before, right? But, so like me, for example, let me just give you a few examples of like some of the times that, you know, people will disagree with me or criticize me or whatever. And it's funny because usually like one person, okay, so like, you know, person A will totally agree with me about the mental health, psychological stuff, but totally disagree with me about like some of my fitness tips and things like that. And then person B will be vice versa. And then Diego, the owner of Keep Talking, will come in and be like, Parse, yo creo que tienes que modificar tu tono un poco. <laughs> like, <sorry. laughs> like Diego, the owner of Keep Talking, will say, like, you know, you got to change the way you speak sometimes because you do it in a little bit too of a, um, I don't know if a negative manner is the way to do it, but essentially change the delivery on it, you know? And then there's other topics that I brought up where I'll bring, uh, I'll, Mention people like Andrew Tate, who is a man that I look up to and admire in certain ways, and I agree with probably eighty percent of what he says, and disagree with maybe twenty percent of it. And he's someone who, you know, I remember Diego told me like, why would you, why would you want to associate with him on this podcast? And I'm like, because his content is extremely useful probably is his content is extremely useful to groups i would say of young men who really need it now you can look like i said i maybe disagree with 20 percent of his content and we don't need to go into all the details on him but i want to relate this to some of the content that i put out okay and funny enough it's actually kind of it's it's a topic that he'll speak about as well um But the point is, is that I think sometimes when we put out content that is useful for other people, and just in general, when we put out a lot of content, when we talk a lot, we have to take the risk that some people are going to disagree with it some people are going to be offended by it and some people are even going to be damaged by it that is a risk because like let me give you an example Okay, so the biggest example is when i talk about anxiety and depression and i've become of the belief now that i don't like to consider anxiety and depression chronic medical conditions i like to consider them just temporary states of regular emotions that we all go through as human beings right and i have a friend yesterday who was um, disagreed with the way I had presented that topic, because I think that at one point, I'm sure I did, at one point, I I don't know if I uttered these, these exact words, but but probably, I talk a lot, this is what happens when you talk every day, I don't think I said depression isn't real, but, I, I, but maybe, yeah, I think that's what she thought that I said, so maybe I did say it, I don't know, sometimes I forget exactly what I said. But anyway, I sort of denied depression as a real disease, And I kind of, you know, in her perspective, I'm invalidating the, um, you know, invalidating the way someone else feels, right? Which is an important thing. Of course, we want to be validating the way other people feel. And so what her thought is, is like, Sean, when you put out a message like that, you're essentially invalidating someone else's feelings. And it's becoming very dangerous because that person might already be in a really bad state. And now they say, well, my feelings are invalidated. And, you know, I don't, I guess I'm just... I'm just a worthless human being or something like that. Right. Like you you could, you could hurt someone by that message that you're putting out. I actually had another friend who's a really good friend of mine. Really interesting guy. Listen to the episode that I uh, put out a couple months ago about haters. where I talked about how I have haters now. Okay. And, um, the haters episode was interesting because what I told the haters is that you know we're all haters at certain times in our life I've been a hater I'm still a little bit of a hater in certain ways on certain aspects of, of certain people right and usually when we're a hater it's due to our own insecurities okay what we uh, you know we 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 kind of project uh, you know what's what's inside of us onto others and so it's a reflection of our own insecurities and so I made the haters episode and I said you know what haters you know what you need to do is you need to feel a little bit more pain because you haven't felt enough pain yet okay because enough pain is finally what's gonna make us change once you felt enough pain in a certain area of life you'll be like you know what I'm not dealing with this anymore I'm going to change it now the point that my friend brought up is that he had a friend who was in a very serious situation and then committed suicide Because of being in so much pain, finally getting to the tipping point, right? So essentially, what both of these friends are telling me is like that the content that I put out where I might say, you know, you should feel, you need to feel enough pain that way you finally want to make a change. Or depression as a disease isn't real. It's it's, it's not a chronic disease, right? When I put out a message like that, it could harm some people who are already getting to that tipping point, right? And I agree with him that is a possibility. That is a possibility. At the same time, it's a risk that I'm willing to run because I think anytime that we put out content on these social media platforms, first off on the internet and on social media and on podcasts these days, there are mountains and mountains and mountains of information and of content that you're going to find. Okay, A lot of that content, some of it is straight misinformation. Some of it is great information. Some of it is better than others, but everyone takes that content in a different way. So Even the greatest content out there that's going to help millions and millions of people is going to do damage to some in a certain way because of the way it's received. This is part of the world. I I, I don't think that there is, I don't think there's a way to put out content that's going to help everyone. So like for me, when I put out content like this, especially as it relates to mental health, and some people will criticize and say that's not your area of expertise, but I argue and say, ah, but it is in a certain way because I've greatly improved my own mental health. And once we learn how to overcome something for ourselves, that's when we teach it to others. And so what I'm doing is I'm teaching what works for me because what works for me in terms of mental health is not seeking out therapy, okay? I do my own forms of what I would call self-therapy by meditating journaling by literally talking to myself as if I were a therapist sometimes not seeking out therapy and definitely not seeking out medication from a psychiatrist okay this is my form of therapy my form of therapy also involves doing certain things you know every day that I talk about the workout seeing the sunrise everything like that and another big thing for me is that my way okay so what works for me, what works for me is more compression than compassion, okay? I have a mentor who talks about compassion versus compression, and it depends on the person, depends on the situation, what's going to work better. So what is compassion? Compassion is more of like what my two friends were speaking about, how you have to validate someone else's emotions. You have to, you have to validate and say, you know what? I hear you. You're going through a really tough time. This is really difficult for you. I get that. I understand that. Straight compassion. OK, now compression, on the other hand, is telling someone essentially, hey, I'm not going to I'm using a lot of words from one of my mentors here, but I'm not going to accommodate you for your shortcomings. I'm not going to accept your excuses. OK, I'm one who who I, I appreciate more of the compression. The compression has worked better for me over the last two to three years. OK, is when when I tell myself essentially, you know what, Sean, I don't accept your excuses I don't accept my own excuses this is what's helped me this is why I talk about this all the time on this podcast is discipline this is why I talk about how I basically no longer believe in sickness as something that's going to prevent me from doing what I need to do my duties every day okay because I made these commitments and said that this is what I'm going to do all right and so when it comes to things like discipline and commitment I'm a big believer that we have to have a lot of compression with ourselves because everything that I tell people is Is the same way that I treat myself on the inside, and it 's what 's been working for me if that makes sense, okay so I changed my mindset two or three years ago as it relates to pretty much all areas of life, okay but I, I said to myself because we live in this world we 're pretty soft, especially here in the u s we 're pretty soft. And you're gonna, people are going to give you a lot of excuses. Society is going to give you a lot of excuses about why you can't do this, why you can't do that. Your parents are going to give you a lot of excuses. But ultimately, to win in different aspects of life, you need to get out of your comfort zone. And I was someone who was, even without realizing it, I was still deep in my comfort zone at 30, 31 years old. And it was why I was failing in certain areas of life. Now I'm winning in a lot more areas of life because I started saying, you know what, Sean, what you're saying right now is actually not a valid excuse okay a couple I mean just like little simple examples it'll be like me saying oh you know yeah I really want to be a fitness trainer but I just don't really have that much time because I have my full-time job and then I know that they don't pay that much if I try to get a full-time job as a trainer but doing it part-time is just kind of hard because like it'd be a little inconvenient with my schedule (laughs) you have to just boom, smack yourself in the head and say, Sean, I do not accept your excuse. Okay. And the same thing can apply to almost any area of life. And this is for me, this is something that I've had to get over recently. Okay. I've had to get over lots of little hurdles recently as I've started my side business as a personal trainer, which is now finally starting to grow decently. Okay. These are all the hurdles that I had to get over and I've learned I've I've done most of this through compression, okay? The people that I follow that help me the most, they're they're mostly men just because as a man, I like to follow, you know, the the people who mentor me are are men, right? That's the way it is. Um, These are men that don't take they, they, they don't make excuses for themselves they don't allow excuses they wouldn't accept my excuses it's pure compression it's not compassion whatsoever someone I mean I've said this before on this podcast someone in my position in life and this applies to most of you too let's be real like we could talk about oh yeah well he's you know a white male who grew up in America that gives him every advantage in the world he's a white cisgender straight male right okay yes that's true too but just in general like if, if you're listening to this podcast you have a lot of privilege, privilege in this world. To to begin with you have access to the internet and you have time to sit here and listen to this podcast so we b- by default we have very few excuses for why we can't Take ourselves to the next level in certain areas of life. Okay. And I'm not trying to make this a thing about like, you know, white privilege and race and all that stuff. Okay. Cause it does exist. But the point is, is like all of us are capable of a lot of great things, but a lot of times we limit ourselves. And I was, I've been, I still limit myself in certain areas, but I'm getting better. Right. Like we always are limiting ourselves and we have to push out of that comfort zone. And to get out of that comfort zone, comfort zone, in my opinion, it's more about, Compression than compassion for me. It's not, ex- no, I was like, no, I don't accept your stupid little excuses. Your little excuses are not valid, okay? And the lines get kind of blurry when we're talking about things like, you know, d- depression and anxiety and people that are in really bad emotional states because I've been in really bad emotional states and I know how close you can get to the edge and how vulnerable you are, okay? So it's a gray area. It's a gray area. But all I'm getting at with this is that the reason that I put out this content is because. I know that it does help a lot of people who are, in, who, who are in a position that I was in before. It will help those people. It might harm a few other people. It might. That's a risk that I'm willing to take. If that makes sense. It's funny. I didn't expect to go on that whole tirade. I feel like I, I went like just did like ten minutes defending like why I take the stance I do in depression and anxiety and why I operate the way I do. But anyway, so, so I just defended myself for ten minutes. So that's cool. All right. So another point to the to the people who are on the other side of the argument. Now Sean is very defensive. Okay. Um, okay. So. But it's been really great to receive their criticism and their disagreements, right? Because it makes me reflect and say, how can I put out a little bit different of a message, right, the next time? I mean, even there was one where I had the sleep topic is great, right? Because this is one where I'll disagree with one of my main mentors on. Like, I'm a big believer now in sleep. I'm a firm believer. I talk all the time on here about how important it is to get good quality sleep. And one of the biggest things, I made an episode and did some Instagram posting about, like, I would rather get eight hours of sleep and eat McDonald's for every meal versus five hours of sleep and be inconsistent with sleep and have a perfect diet of whole natural foods. And that got some serious criticism and disagreement. But it's okay because once again it's a nuanced topic. That's the thing is that all of these topics are actually pretty nuanced. And, you know, that's the beauty of a podcast is we get more time to talk about these things. Like I said, it would probably I, I wish I I should. I well here we go again. I'm like making excuses for why I don't bring guests in this podcast. I don't bring that many guests in this podcast because I just don't freaking want to. We put out an episode every day and I don't like to take the time to to try to schedule when a guest can record with me. And when you're putting out one every day, um, if it was once a week, then it might be better. It'd be like, okay, that's a more sustainable thing to do one a week. But you get the point. I record a lot and I don't care that much to have other people, you know, come on the podcast with me. Uh, but... Yes, theoretically, it would be better if I was having these open discussions with some of these people on the podcast. But and that being said, if you're listening to this and you really want to come on and talk about any of these topics with me, then just definitely message me. You know how to find me. You can message me Sean underscore You can message me on keep talking, keep talking, Co. Oh, we can debate some of these topics. And anyway, like I said, the power of criticism and disagreement, because over time, we learn to get better. Not only at receiving criticism, I mean, I'm still not that great, obviously, because I just like spent like 10 minutes defending myself on a podcast, not even face to face with these people. <laughs> but but like we get better at receiving the criticism little by little. And then we also when, just disagreement is a very powerful thing, because especially, especially in a place like the U.S. and especially like where I live in Minnesota, we are very afraid of disagreement, a lot. And we will be like passive aggressive is the word that we use where we're not direct with people. We don't tell someone directly when we disagree with them or when we don't like what they're doing or what's happening. We have to go like tell the manager who then tells them or we have to go do this thing and then they'll find out. It's like no, just freaking say it to my face. That's how they do it in Jersey. That's how they do it on the East Coast. And I've learned to like that about people from the East Coast of the US. <laughs> they're just they're going to tell you right away. And for people me in Minnesota it's like, "Whoa. Wait a minute." You she just disagreed with me. What happened? I've never seen this before. <laughs> anyway, um, but there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of power with a quick disagreement. You don't have to be a dick about it, but just disagree with someone in a nice way. Explain why you disagree. Explain what you're not happy with. And boom, move on. That's the type of person that I'm trying to become, and it's crazy because I grew up in an environment where we just don't do that. We are so afraid of disagreement, and we're also afraid of criticism or of of getting criticized or giving criticism. And that has to stop as well because when delivered the correct way, when criticism and disagreement is delivered mostly quickly, in my opinion, immediately, but in an appropriate, you know, in a, in a, in a, I guess a constructive way is the way I would say it. It's a very, very powerful thing. And it's one of the best relationship builders you can have, whether this is a personal professional relationship or a romantic relationship, when the criticisms and the disagreements come out early and come out in a proper way, that's great because then you're not hiding anything from each other and you're just, you're just being totally true and honest with each other. So I guess that the message of this whole thing, even though I spent like 10 of the 17 or 18 minutes defending my points, <laughs> uh, the messages. I love y'all. I appreciate your criticisms, your disagreements. Let's get better at communicating with each other about them. And, I mean, whether you like it or not, I'm going to keep cranking out these, uh, these episodes and the Instagram content. So I'm just going to keep talking. That's what I do. That's the name of the podcast. And sometimes I say some stuff that you guys disagree with. And the beauty of it is you get to talk back and say what you want. So, um, yeah, we'll talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable. For daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice, you can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumelson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-C-O.